Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Australian point of view with SEN's very own resident tennis expert, Brett Phillips. BP, hello, friend. Hello, Sam. Good to chat. Uh, Great to chat with you. Um, I think we should just start with the first uh, cab off the rank. Uh, Of recent times, the biggest story has been John Newcomb medal. Was it the right call for Ash or the wrong call? Should it have been Nick? Nick clearly not happy. Um, Ash, a star, and as we know, retired after that Australian Open win, broke the 44-year drought. How did you see it? Well, Sam, I think it's just a, it's an interesting award full stop. And, it, and and it's still very much in its infancy. It's only mm. sort of 10 years old, this award. And there's no sort of voting panel doing a 3-2-1, <laughs> for example. It's, you know, it's John and it's um, obviously some key people in the performance area of Australian tennis who are there watching our players every week who are weighing in with their uh, thoughts and opinions. It also is not only just the deeds on the tennis court, it's your you know, your ability to represent Australia and stepping up and representing Australia in Davis Cup or Billie Jean King Cup. It's your character. It's the way you represent the country and the Federation. So there's lots of things taken into account. I mean, it's, this is such a unique situation that, you know, a player plays one month of the year, goes undefeated 11-0, and 0, ends her career on a fairy tale. She was the world number one, so she bows out at the, the mm. top of her powers so it's hard probably to go against just that. Um, as good as a year as Nick had, and hats off to him, he did play some great tennis, made his debut final, and in most ta- pretty much every tournament he played, he went fairly deep. Um, but uh, you win a major, you know, I think that probably sets you apart. But I think, it, yeah, the fact it was only one month of the year that she played is probably a little tough one for people to swallow. I think going into that night, a lot of people thought there might be dual winners, but then... You know, how much uh, how much onside is Nick Kyrgios with Tennis Australia? These are all little things behind the scenes that we mm. are not privy to. I reckon, BP, there's an old adage, work smart, not hard. Um, given the fact that Ash won three titles from 14 match wins and Nick won four titles from 61 match wins, then I reckon you give it to Ash. Work smart, not hard. She had to do a lot less to achieve almost as much. Uh, and, of course, well, the she's... Grand Slam's got to be the thing that tips the scales. Yeah. Well, look, she's done a lot. Very, very smart. I mean, yeah. to bow out of a sport at 25 uh, and be able to choose your life path is uh, is hats off to her. And she hasn't uh, regretted one ounce of that decision, let me uh, let me tell you. So uh, good luck yeah, to her. And, absolutely. And, and, and Nick has sort of touched on this week, hasn't he, that uh, if he wins a major, which I still think is going to be extremely tough, Sam, in men's tennis, mm. then he might call it a day. And that probably wouldn't surprise us because no. he, he, like Ash, has never been infatuated with the grind of no. tennis and, and tra- travelling out of a suitcase. And it's, uh, do you know what, BP? I think that's a great topic of conversation and a really interesting study because for a lot of us who either commentate it or, 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 or watch a lot of it when it comes to sport, we all at times wanted to be playing the sport that we now commentate. And the idea that someone would leave it after being where we'd all grew up wishing we could be 
it's, mm. it really does blow the minds of some people. But as I've always thought with Nick, it's a job for him. He didn't want, he wanted to be a basketballer, but wasn't good enough. Shane Warne's always yeah. spoken about the fact that he wanted to be a footballer, which gave him a different perspective on cricket than a lot of others had, because that was their out and out dream. Ash is the same. Like it wasn't all encompassing for Ash. When it was, she hated the life, mm. went away from mm. it, came back to it to achieve. And then now can sit comfortably back knowing that she was able to do what she set out to do and can now go do other things. For a lot of us, it's inconceivable, but when it's not the be all and end all of your life, it would make a lot of sense. No doubt. And I think people, when the Netflix uh, doco comes out in January, uh, Breakpoint, Mm. which has gone behind the scenes in tennis this year, Sam, like we've seen with Formula One and other sports, uh, I think it'll give people a really interesting insight into uh, the grind of being a professional tennis player. Now, there'll be some people listening going, yes, but they earn lots of money. Well, not, not all of them do. Uh, the top the top uh, echelon do, but most are um, struggling to you know break even, to be totally honest, and are uh, spending a fortune travelling around the globe chasing their dream, which for a lot of them is not going to come to fruition. But uh, they just love the sport, and they some do uh, treat it as a working holiday, maybe an investment in their future down the track, whether they be a tennis coach or stay in the sport. So tennis is layered with so many different storylines of why people actually play the sport. But being a global sport and being from Australia in particular, um, our, our guys do it tougher in terms of more weeks on the road. We're about to get to your favourite time of the year in a couple of months' time uh, or thereabouts, Australian Open. Um, let's get an early look, BP, at um, your thoughts, your predictions, uh, who you're most looking forward to seeing, and maybe some Aussies who people don't quite know a lot about but you think might be set to explode in, in 2023 and maybe even at the Australian Open. Well, I think uh, from the men's side, I mean, there was no more exciting player in 2022 than Carlos Alcaraz. I mean, what this young guy did to rise to world number one, 57 match wins, five yep. titles... You know, winning his first major, um, he, has, he, has, he hasn't necessarily finished the year physically great. He had to pull out of Paris with the abdominal strain. He's been back playing a couple of these exhibitions in the Middle East the last week or so. He's hopefully going to be cherry ripe come the Australian Open, but he is box office for the next 15 years. So fascinated to see, you know, where he sort of sits because I think Djokovic is primed here, Sam. He's going to play a full calendar next year. He wants to break every record in tennis. We know that. He'll tick over 36, but physically, he still looks uh, ready to go. And uh, he owns Melbourne Park, as we know. So I still think of Novak, really, as, as the world number one in uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, watch out for young Holger Rune as well, this young boy from Denmark. Not the same publicity as Alcaraz, but you know, went from 103 to 11 in the world in the last 12 months. This guy eats, sleeps and breathes tennis. If you want to follow him on his social media accounts, you feel tired just uh, watching the bloke uh, do his stuff. From an Australian point of view on the men's side, look, it, it's it's tough. We've got a lot, of who, a lot who are grinding away. There's no one jumping off the page. I mean, there is Kyrgios, obviously. I, I, I can't predict what Nick's going to do, to be totally honest, but he does look to be in the frame of mind where he wants to still make an imprint and he's got a little chip on the shoulder. So whether that brings out the best in him, we'll have to, you know, wait and see. Uh, Jason Kubler and Rinky Hidjikata are the two guys that I like who are a little bit off the radar for everyone, but, you know, watch out for them at the Australian Open. And on the women's side, I mean, who's going to stop the steam train that is Iga Sviontek? Mm. She is 6,030 points clear in the rankings from her next uh, opponent on Shabir, the world number two. I mean, she... 
you know, really benefited from the retirement of Ash. Eight titles, 67 wins, nine losses this year. I mean, just phenomenal. So to me, she's the absolute uh, standout. And you now our Aussie girls have got some work to do. We know Darius Evel's not going to be there, out with the knee. Isla Tomjanovic, she might have her best Australian Open. I mean, she made two quarters of the majors this year. So she looks to be in uh, really good nick. And we've got two. This, a young girl, Talia Gibson, has just been given a wild card yesterday. She is a real product from WA, young 18-year-old who um, yeah, I think has got some good hopes in the sport. BP, it's a great uh, insight and a little preview about mm. what's to come. The summer of tennis, though, for people, when does it start? Well, it starts uh, next uh, next week. Uh, the United Cup, this new uh, tournament, which replaces the ATP Cup, which replaced the Hopman Cup. So we've had a few changes to the start of the year, but men, women combined, which I think is great. Uh, we don't get to see that too often, only in mixed doubles or the Hopman Cup, which everyone loved, uh, for, particularly for those over in Perth. And then, you know, Adelaide's got two big tournaments. We've got good fields in Adelaide, back-to-back, uh, Australian Open qualifying. Kuyong's going to be back. Uh, for those in Melbourne, Sam, get down to beautiful Kuyong this year. Alcaraz, Demonor, Chilich, Fritz. That's a good field. Nice little boutique setting at the spiritual home of tennis. And then we'll get into the AO. Of course, SEN. Ball by ball will be there right throughout the fortnight. And can't wait. BP, love your work as always, mate. Have a good Christmas, safe New Year. And we will catch up with you frequently during the summer of tennis, my friend. To you too. Thank you, Sam.